Are we being too nice? You want us to be a little more, uh, a little less kind? Jokes. Throw it at me. Oh, Keep God. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> Please. All right. I feel like, I feel like especially me and Zach have bonded at this point. Oh, Lay yeah. it on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's, let's do it. Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. And I'm Zach. We'd like to welcome Katie B from the popular KDB Saucy TikTok and her hot sauce store, the Capsaicin Cave in Charleston, South Carolina. Most recently, she collaborated on a hot sauce with Mikey V, Moroccan Madness. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Tell us about Morocco. To, to our fucked up uh oh man i can't think right now just welcome <laughs> welcome welcome hey, the more fucked up the more i feel like i belong and that's, and it. that's it, the truth this is the first you're our first guest I, that's awesome thank you yeah. i'm incredibly this is, honored this is episode one we did a little test episode last week, and that was fun. But this is this is the real deal now. We're we're getting in it, and we brought you in. <laughs> Had to bring in the big guns. Welcome to our shit show. Yeah, nice. there you go. So, uh, tell us a little bit about Moroccan Madness. Oh, uh, well, <clears throat> wow, that's a really big question. Which parts do you want to know about it? The sauce itself? Yeah, um, just tell us a little bit about the sauce. I actually just ordered some um because uh and it's so popular um i had a hard time getting it and uh just ordered some today so i can't wait to get it and try it that absolutely blows my mind so the sauce itself when mikey v and i collaborated on it uh it went we, we tossed it back and forth about two or three times my major request was that it not be too spicy uh, because that's that's one thing I think is flavor first, you know, more yes. than like trying to melt people's faces. Uh, but the sauce itself, truly, after almost four years of reviewing hot sauces from all over the country and sometimes even the world, uh, when he sent me that sauce, and it's such a relief that he did such a good job, uh, it was it, truly, out of every sauce that I've ever tried, that one stands out in a class all by itself. It has cardamom, fennel, coriander, cinnamon. Uh, it's a jalapeno heat level with just a little bit of Carolina Reaper powder in it. Oh, it's smart. The flavor is incredible, but what's really spectacular about it is as soon as you pop the top, the entire room starts to smell like your favorite Indian restaurant. The only thing that I think is a slight caveat with the sauce is if you're not a big fan of Indian food, you probably won't be a big fan of the sauce, but... I have been hard pressed to find anyone that hasn't lit up every time they sample it. So I think it's really awesome. You did a really great job. And I'm, I love that I've like been able to be a part of it. So I'm excited about it. How long did it take for that to come to fruition? About a year, year and a half year. And yeah, about a year from the first time that he ever mentioned it to me to the time that it was finally executed took about a year and some change. So you started so, working on that about when you started the capsaicin cave? The capsaicin cave? I can't say it today. Cap cave. It's called cap, cap cave. cave. Yeah, cap the cap cave. cave. It's a bit. Sometimes I think about rebranding just because, like, I don't know. I, I think about rebranding it all the time. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I had just recently lost my job. It was at the very end of May. I had been let go from my job, started going <laughs> balls deep into the cap cave, trying to make that happen. And then I got a phone call from Mikey B asking if I'd be willing to collaborate with him on his sauce. And I was like, yeah, sure. And That's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it's been pretty cool. It's, uh, I think that makes all of us have done, uh, have done 
collabs. Um, and it is a fun process. I haven't had a bad uh, experience doing that yet. I don't know about you, Zach, have you? Uh, <laughs> I should have said that. <laughs> are we getting real now? Oh, I guess we are. I didn't even intend to do that. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. Why are you asking me those questions? <laughs> all right, I mean, all right. That's no, probably I, not a road no, we want to go I've down. I've never had a bad experience with a collaborator uh, themselves. Um, however, not anticipating the popularity of a particular sauce. Uh, oh, yeah. Drove me uh, almost insane. Uh, oh, yeah. Spelling out within three minutes of posting 300 bottles on or adding 300 bottles to inventory. Like it was maddening. And then the emails, when's it coming back? Yeah, it was, it was a whole thing. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. No, um, I was talking about the collaboration process. Yeah. The other part of it, I totally get. I've had that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I, I never really thought about it from like the sauce maker side of things. Yeah, like when you guys like come to reviewers and reviewers start pumping your sauces. But, well, in my mind, you guys are like monsters of what you do. In 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 my opinion, like I think that there's you know sauce tiers, and I feel like you guys are like upper echelon. I have run into situations where like newer sauce makers will send sauces for reviews then we review it and then they kind of struggle with the same thing they sell out quick or whatever but yeah i guess i never really thought about that is that a good problem to have or a bad problem i mean it's a great problem to have yeah but being i mean there's literally two and a half of us that make all of this happen so it's you know we gotta make it bottle it package it sell it pack order like we do everything yeah, it, it ends up being a lot. You get burnt out real freaking quick. And, uh, you know, then you got to sleep all day on a Sunday before doing a podcast. When we did the Alton Brown sauce, we he started his tour and he was taking it on tour. And two days into his tour, I got a call from uh, his the head of his company saying uh, they need a thousand more bottles and we have to somehow send it to him on tour. Um, so we had to like do a long bomb across the country <laughs> and it met him in Arkansas. Wow. It awful. It was awful. We had to make 900 bottles and send it to him in two weeks. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it, it gets crazy, but it's fun. I think that's the key of it. Like even on in the cap cave, the cap cave has these moments where like, it's, Sometimes it's flying and it's doing great. And then other times I'm like, oh, what have I done? But I guess it's I, I think we're kind of gluttons for punishment. So it's yeah. almost like the struggle keeps you coming back for more, which is backwards. But I, I don't know. I think that's sort of a key to anybody that's drawn to this industry. That's it. My wife always says, why are you always saying yes to everything? I'm like, that's what we got to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I had a, had a pretty rough week just in general. And, uh, you know the whole why do i do what i do question comes up that i ask myself a lot a lot probably a lot more than i should but then i thought about it again and i'm like well what what else am i gonna do that's it literally like what else am i gonna do (laughs) i mean i feel like i want to be happy than have money and be miserable yeah i feel like i want to quit at least twice a year i just i'm like I, i'm done i don't want to do this anymore twice a year you yeah. lucky son of a bitch dude. <laughs> like twice a week yeah. that's, that's mild, Spike. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
yeah. <laughs> fucking twice a year. I'd be happy with twice a year. <laughs> yeah, I've broken down and cried at least twice this month going, what was I thinking and why? Oh, breaking yeah. down and crying. I didn't say I didn't do that. <laughs> I do that a lot more yeah. than I uh, wanting to quit. But yeah, I like legitimately just want to put it away. But there's nothing else. I don't want to go back to cooking. I, I couldn't. I'm too old to work the line anyway. So I mean, that would be my my second like thing that I've done in the past. Work a line. I'm I don't need some fucking young punk kid yelling at me because I didn't get his fucking tater hot out quick enough. Yeah, I don't stand for that shit no more. I'm going to jail for socking someone in the fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah. 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 In fact, my last kitchen job I had, someone didn't uh, prep my pancake mix. And it was a busy-ass Saturday morning. And I went to go grab pancake mix. And there was no fucking pancake mix. So I kicked the refrigerator door shut. And I threw up my fingers. And I said, fuck you, I quit. <laughs> I walked out. Half-baked. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. So, That's it. I, just, I can't work for people is what it boils down to. Yeah. I Nobody will have me, you know. I, I get moody. I'm happy doing this. So, yeah. I mean, most of the time, you know, except twice a year. Yeah. Except for those moments <laughs> where you have to break down. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am exactly the same way. I currently have a daytime job, but I, I am very tired of working for other. I've never been good at working for other people and I've never been good at staying inside the lines ever. Yeah. Uh, I've always struggled. I, I don't think it's not that I can't hold a job. It's, I can't do it from, I can't do the same thing for more than a year and a half, two years. And nine times out of 10, I, I get those jobs where I'm supposed to, I, I just, I, I just don't want to work for anybody anymore. I, I don't think I ever did. I tried really hard to fit in that box and I, I just don't. And so. Yeah. We don't play with uh, well with others. I don't, I straight yeah. up don't. I just yeah. don't fit in it. Well, never have. And it, this is the first time in my entire life that I had no intention in mind. I was just doing what I enjoyed doing and like the right people and opportunities and things started coming to me. And and that's mainly what keeps me going in everything that I do. Well, you've got this. a bigger than life personality. And as soon as you started doing the hot sauce, I think everybody saw that. Like, it's like, oh, this is, this person has got something. That, I mean, people are drawn to you and your excitement especially i think you probably make more new hot sauce fans every day than anybody i know i would imagine it i mean i remember my wife isn't a big fan of hot sauce she eats the milder stuff that we make but she's not a huge fan but the first time she saw you on camera she was like oh she's like people we know i like her i i that was i remember that was the first thing she said absolutely yeah the first video that dana saw of you she's like i love her yep are you serious that means the freaking world that's so cool and i love to hear that thank you it's uh yeah (laughs) thank you very much i do love it it's really fun it's exciting it's done a lot of really great things for me mentally emotionally spiritually uh yeah, it's just been great. I love it. it. It's like its own little drug that I have um, loved every second of. And I love that you guys love it too, which is, that's the best part of it, man. I just, I love being appreciated and knowing that I can pull other people into it and supporting people that I believe in so much. I mean, I know you guys are great and I love to tell other people about great stuff. Thank you. 
Stop it. Okay. Let's are go to the first talk. Are you oh. blushing? Is she oh look how red she got. She's very red. <laughs> we could let's go to the first topic. Okay, let's do it. Um women in the hot sauce industry. And I brought this up and I could not find the original post. So I saw it in uh the for the love of hot sauce. I think it got deleted because people were taking it out of context and making it political. And yeah, I think it did oh. too, because I looked back for it. And um I and it's sad because it was a really good post by a woman on there that I thought was the it was the best thing I'd seen. Um, and it was about how you can be both. You can buy hot sauce from women and support women businesses and buy good hot sauces. And you can do both things. You don't have to do either or because a lot of people were popping on going, I, believe I just buy good old was, hot sauce. I believe that was Claire from um, Butterfly Bakery Hot oh, really? Sauce in Vermont that made that comment, if I remember correctly. That's great. I mean, I thought it was, I wanted to share that with my wife and I never got it copied and pasted or else I would have. Um, but I think that that's the important thing is that you can do both, you know? Um, and that's, unfortunately, I think that might be uh, most of this topic. Um, I put a list of people, of women in the industry, uh, Stacey Moritz from Sta uh, Secret Aardvark, who by the way, is very nice. Um, when we first started out, uh, I had some some light interactions back and forth with her, um, and they're fantastic. Um, Bobby from Bobby's Boat Sauce has been very, very helpful to us um, over the years. And I don't know if you, have either of you had that hot sauce? Nope. Never even heard of it until you mentioned it. Really? Oh. I did research on it before we got here, but. Oh, it's delicious. It is really good. Um, yeah. Uh, Sarah Marshall from Marshall's Hot Sauce. Um, they're out of Portland also. All three of those are Portland. This was just a list uh, uh, that I got. I don't, I'm sure there are many, many more. Those are the three from Portland. But it says 10 women, but most of them I think were Portland based or New York based. But if you all know some more, uh, I'd love to hear uh, some more really good hot sauces from around the country that are run by women. Okay. Um, so there's, uh, I believe, Butterfly bombshell hot sauce, right? What? Bombshell? Bombshell out of Florida. And then you have, I'm pretty sure Butterfly Bakery uh, is Claire out of Vermont. And then you got Jules Creations out of North mm -hmm. Carolina. Yeah. Um, there's Pepper Queen out of California. There's a Pepper Princess, too, but she, she sent me jellies and jams. I don't know if she does other things. Yeah, there's Pepper Queen. Pepper Queen. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's Miss Jenny's hot sauce rounds one that jumps out in my mind, but I know that's a woman owned hot sauce store. She doesn't make her own sauces, but oh, oh they yeah. collaborated with Oso and made a buffalo sauce. Oso is a big one that people talk about a lot right now. That's the one with the bear on the front of it, yeah. right? On the label, yeah, they're pretty good. I don't know if I've had that. You guys, so this is a, one of the things that I like about Zach and I doing this is that I being in my little corner of the country, um, I'm kind of isolated and I not really in the hot sauce. You know, I, I know a few people here and there, but you guys are like in the know. I don't know anybody. It's kind of fun. You know, I think it gives me an outside perspective and an inside perspective, which is great. Yeah. You, you choose to stay in that bubble, man. I kind of do. 
A little bit, a little bit. Uh, as part of it is just regional. It's just where I'm at. It's hard to get anywhere. You guys, you could have been there. at the Portland Hot Sauce Convention Expo this weekend, and you could have made a fucking killing, dude. Everybody makes a killing at that show. I know. Well, that's what and actually... you're like apprehensive. I know, but I'm not even bullshitting you. Like it... that is the show to be at if you're gonna do any yeah. show, Portland. Isn't you know, this one of the bullet points where it is. Yeah, that's one of our shows. topics. Yeah, it's one yeah. of our topics. Just, so let's just move to it. Let's just move right to it. Why not? Uh, sure. I think that we've said all we need to say, and we've got a good list. I'm going to try out some of those hot sauces. So I uh, just want to end with that. Does it? Do you guys have anything else to say before we move to conventions? Uh, who's yeah. your Who's your female idol in the industry? There, uh, Katie. Oh, that's a good one. What a great question. Yeah, I like that. Who is my female idol? Shoot. That's, I got to think about it for a minute because I really want to give that one a true answer. And there are three women that pop to mind and all three of them offer something different that inspires me. So I don't know if I can pick just one. It could be a mashup of three people if you want. It doesn't have to be one person. I think the mashup of the three people, I mean, it, it would be... Mama Chili Bird, number one. She's the first hot sauce reviewer I ever saw. And I really admired that she wrote for a chili magazine. She had a channel. She was doing all these reviews and stuff. And I thought that that was so inspiring. And I was like, if she did she make a career out of this? Could I make a career out of this? So that was one of the first. Then there's Heather Peters, of course, because she's just a freaking beast. I mean, whatever's put in front of her, she's just going to smash it. Which and I think that's awesome. Which is from uh, Heat 101. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty, she's pretty awesome. And the third one would be Shahina from League of Fire, because I think she's incredibly driven, dedicated, disciplined, and fair. I don't think I've ever, I have seen that woman's uh, character shine through so many times in challenges and how she handles and deals with other people and how she shows up in the community. And uh, so that inspires me a lot too. Uh, All three of those women uh, have inspired what I have done the whole time, like from jump, from the very beginning to now. Uh, yeah, them. and I still look up to them tremendously. I love them all. That sounds like yeah. a good list of people to try and get on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm on it, bro. Just relax. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> I, I don't know any of them, by the way. Uh, yeah. Right. How do None you not them. know Bella? Oh wait, no, I think I do know her. I think I do. Yeah, dark, yeah, dark yeah. and Bella from Heat One Hundred and One. Her, I, her I think I might be friends with her on Facebook. I think yeah. they're the pucker butt people now. They used yeah. to have Heat. Well, I think they still have Heat One Hundred and One, but for the most part, they're they're pucker butt now. But. It is working them to death. <laughs> um, yeah, that's speculation. But everyone seems to have that speculation. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Hope not. I don't I don't think people realize how big of a company Pucker Butt really is. You know what I mean? And the amount of fucking peppers they process and the amount of mash they make and dry peppers they make is insane. I mean, you know I grew up three blocks away from the Pucker Butt Pepper Company, right? Oh, I know. I didn't know. There's that. an entire, uh, I think it's called Coltharp Road. I think it is in Fort Mill. That road stretches on for like three to four miles, and at least a mile and a half of it is just pucker butt pepper fields. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's huge. 
Yeah, I, I thought the store was the big thing until I like grew up yeah. and got more in the industry, and it's all the peppers. It's the farm. Peppers. It's the farm. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. yeah, we'll teach you all kinds of things, Spike. We got this. That's yeah. it. I mean, I'm friends with a few of the people. You know, I think I I've had some interaction with uh, Ed um, on uh, yeah. Facebook, um, but yeah. not not a lot of much. You know, I don't know any. Yeah. He's busy. I don't think. He's, yeah, I don't. I don't think he engages much. I think for the most part now, it's kind of Heather and Brandon are the forefront of it, and what it looks like anyway. I don't know. It's the best way to do it. Get to the right point. Pass it off to the kids. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> That's my plan. My, we should all hope to be able to hit that point. My oldest, uh, it, it bottles for us, and uh, and also runs our shipping. So that's funny. You're trying to hand it off to the kids, and I'm trying to sell out the craft. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we keep talking about the hot sauce millions when we sell it to uh, some big company. I've said it. I've said it multiple times. We are where craft beer was like five years ago, and those big companies are going to start swallowing up some of the smaller companies. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Absolutely. Dude, One, it's so funny you said that because I say the exact same thing all the time. The hot sauce industry completely reminds me of the craft beer and brewing uh, brewing industry. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's awesome. It's getting to a tipping point too, where it's yeah. getting a little bit tough because there's so many. Well, that'll that'll eventually fade. People are going to start to realize how fucking difficult it is to actually run a hot sauce company with all proper licensing and all. You know what I mean? There, it it. Just like the craft beer, all the breweries popped up and then, you know, they all went away or a good majority of them went yeah. away. There's still a lot of them, but I think, yeah, you're right. Uh, it get, got harder to be able to um, to keep doing it. Well, there are a lot of them, but they're also bigger. You know what I mean? Like yeah. modern. we went to modern times in San Diego and like the amount of fermenters <laughs> that place has, like it was nuts to see. And we're not talking like, you know, a little... 40, 50 get we're talking like hundreds of gallons of beer they ferment on a daily basis. Mm. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Not that I did any drinking. That was all her. I had cold brew coffee because they make their own. Oh, hey. I always like it when that place has uh, alternatives for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice. yeah. Otherwise, I if just. If some place has booch, I'm, I'm happy. Oh, there you go. I so just Spike. Uh... Oh, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask why you uh, think conventions are a bad idea or hot sauce expos are a bad idea. I don't think they're a bad idea. Um, I just, oh, I'm just going to say it. Um, I, I feel like it's a, uh, this is the rude term that I use, uh, hot sauce circle jerk. You know, it's just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on what expo you go to. Uh, I'm sure it does. Hey. I think it, I, I, I'm sure it does. Um, I've seen a lot of people go and regret it. I've seen a lot of people go and not regret it. And that's where I'm having, I'm starting to to rethink that because I just, the to me, the last place I would want to, I would go to a car show. I'd go to, a, we did Comic-Con. We did very well at Comic-Con. Um, I would do one of those before I do a hot sauce expo. But the um, getting to know people in the industry, I think is, is important and I need to be doing 100. That. Well, there's that. Okay. Uh, so Albuquerque, it's not really a big money show, but it's a big exposure show. Yeah. A lot of people who may have never heard of you will hear of you because you're there. Portland 
I hear no I've heard nothing but awesome things about Portland since I started doing this, you know, and I just never really been able to get up there. But everybody makes the Steve Seabury shows is where it's at. Well, we've Illinois, got a ton Portland, of Portland, New York. Yeah. We've From got a I ton got. of fans in Portland. It would be, and that's the it's weird. We have a ton of fans in Portland, but we actually sell nowhere in Portland. We're in Seattle. We're all over Seattle, but Portland just can't get in because there's so many hot sauces. So it would do us a lot of good to be there. Absolutely. Mm. Reach out to Alefire. They carry hundreds of brands of hot sauce. I think I did. I had somebody in town tell me to reach out to them. I sent them an email, never heard anything back. I should probably send them another one or just send them some sauce. Yeah, just send them some sauce. Yeah, I would say that that would be a good way to go. That's pretty good calling card for you, honestly. We've got several beer hot sauces. I mean, the place called Alefire, it seems like a match made in heaven for that. So I heard you have a story, though. Uh, Zach was telling me that you have a story about conventions. Is it the story that I think it is, Zach? Is that what oh, we're talking you? about here? Yeah. Is that what yeah. we're doing? Oh, yeah. If you, if you want to talk about it, don't don't. Oh, yeah, I'll talk about it. I like getting uncomfortable. I didn't like getting uncomfortable what I do this for. So, um, oh, my gosh. What do you want me to tell about it? You can okay. tell whatever you want. You're, you, can, you can say how you <laughs> did this. It, it's a pretty incredible story, truly. Yeah. There are a lot of serendipitous moments that I've had in this whole hot sauce thing. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know, Spike, if you know this, Zach, I'm pretty sure that you do. I got into hot sauce in the lowest point in my entire life. Uh, I had lost my dad, my whole, like, not my husband and my kids, but like my my uh, family fell apart after that happened. I fell apart. It was just a mess. And then I I got into the hot sauce world and really just the community of it, the sauce of it. There were so many aspects of it that just mended my soul in so many ways. Uh, And all of these incredible opportunities come up that I don't think I was ever really expecting to have happen. Like, I certainly never thought that I would get to this point where people are genuinely considering me an influencer uh, or offering to send me places. Like, I'm a a stay-at-home housewife. Uh, I, I, I sit at home while my husband goes to Italy for two weeks and I take care of the kids. Like, that's what I do. I just turned on a camera and started talking about shit that I enjoyed. And and then it's just like so many other awesome, positive, amazing things came my way. Anyway, uh, long story short, I got wrapped up in the League of Fire at some point eating peppers because while hot sauce people send me their sauces to review, pepper growers started sending me peppers to review. And I started getting this beastly style tolerance. Uh, And then the League of Fire started inviting me to do these pepper eating competitions. Can you explain what the League of Fire is real quick for anybody that doesn't know? Sure. So the League of Fire, uh, and I'm not a part of it. I enjoy it. I think it's really cool, but I'm not. um, From my understanding of League of Fire, there are League of Fire challenges, uh, and there are people that create challenge items. And there are even sauce makers out there that create challenge items. And challenge items, depending on how hot and difficult they are, they come with points. And so all of these people that are a part of the League of Fire are trying to take on these different challenges to get the most points. And uh, so they do that online. Uh, That's one thing. So like there's this ranking system of who has the highest tolerance or, you know, who's done the most Pocky One Chips, who's done the most Tubes of Terror, whatever it is. Um, But when these hot sauce festivals come up, League of Fire will go to them and then they do pepper eating competitions. 
And I was invited to the one in Zeth Fest and I did that one and I did great. And then I did another one and I got third place and I was really surprised. And then I was invited to go to San Diego and League of Fire started encouraging people to get sponsors. I am an idiot. I did not know the difference between sponsorship and charity. I thought when you're asking for a sponsor, you're like basically panhandling, asking people to help you go across the country to, you know, I don't know. And in any way, I posted on there, uh, we were looking, I was looking for a sponsor and Zach's the first person that comes up and he's like, I will sponsor you to go. And I'm like, what? No, aren't you like going through some stuff yourself? You shouldn't be sponsoring me. No, I'm not worthy of any type of help. I mean, that's like the first go-to I always have. It's like, I'm not worthy of anything, which is so sad, but so true. And anyway, he's like, no, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, okay. And at this point, I'd never really met Zach. I think we may have talked on the phone like once or twice, maybe. Twice. Communicate yeah. through uh, Facebook a lot, text messages. Yeah. Yeah. Been in love with your sauce forever. Like, yeah. Like, we've always been connected and we didn't really, our relationship has definitely deepened over time. Yeah. 100%. A hundred percent. But I didn't really know him that well. I knew I liked his sauce. I knew we had talked for a long time, loved his story, all that shit. But like, I didn't really know Zach. Yeah. And anyway, Zach's like, yeah, I'll hook you up, get you to San Diego. And I started getting really nervous and getting scared. And he even told me that. Like, I started like questioning where I was going to stay. Was I going to go alone? Could my husband go with me? Can my kids go with me? What do I do? I can't just go by myself because I'm a chicken shit. Like, I can't just go alone. And I remember Zach telling me, you're just scared. It's going to be okay. And I finally backed out of it. And I was like, no, I'm just not going to do it. And I dropped it. I didn't think about it again. And then Mikey D hit me up like a month later. And he was like, hey, I'm going to San Diego. Do you want to come with me to promote this sauce? Not sit on the table of League of Fire, but promote the sauce that we've worked on together. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. I don't know about y'all, but I completely believe in God. And I believe nothing happens by accident. And me doing KDB Saucy and Peppers and Challenges, all of it has just been pushing, the whole thing is just me trying to push myself into being the person I want to be instead of the person that I, I naturally am inclined to be. And anyway, Mike offered that and I was scared and uh, I, I accepted it. And I felt like shit. And I was like, oh no. So I've taken it with Mikey V, but turned it down with Zach. What kind of asshole am I? And Zach was so cool about it. He was so freaking sweet. Like we talked about it on the phone. He was so understanding. That was so nice. And then I flew by myself from Charleston, South Carolina to San Diego, California. Uh, met Mikey D, whom I'd never met before, but I was staying in a hotel, that which my husband's points got us in, which was cool. Got me in. Uh, anyway, I finally met Zach. Like Zach, Zach came up at the freaking show. And it was like this moment where it's all, like I knew this person my entire life. And I apologize to his girlfriend for crying, slobbering all over him. But I was just so excited She's to see fine. him. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah, it's um, and then since then, like we've actually talked like friends, like people, and we have a lot in common. And I think the convention spike are important. It is a circle jerk, I guess. Uh, I would agree with that. <laughs> but I, yeah, what right. you know, what circle are you going to get in? Like, what's wrong with it? As long as you're in a circle of people you trust. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, what's wrong with a circle jerk as long as it's consensual? <laughs> you are amongst good friends. So, so that story she just told about her experience with the furthest point away from her home she's ever been is the point oh. of a convention, bro. Like, yeah, I know. Pushing I mean, yourself, challenging, meeting new people. Yeah, like, like she literally gave me a hug and would not let go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's that's where I'm at is basically we're at the point where we need to start branching out in that way. I've done other conventions. I've seen what they can do. And I think not doing it at this point would be I'm the same way. See, exactly like you. So I'm thinking I, you know, these people all are all professionals. I'm just doing this. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know? <laughs> yeah. What we do, you know, I never claimed to be a professional. I'm just <laughs> some former drug addict who started making hot sauce. Yeah. And everybody yeah. freaking loves you. Like that's to me, that's one thing I find absolutely incredible. Zach is absolutely. Everybody is always rooting for you. Loves your sauces. Like uh, you're so humble, but well, you're in the right place. Well, obviously we do have haters and that's fine. Um, sure, Everyone does. But I mean, for the most part, I only hear positive things. It's because the haters get silenced by the people who love us. That's it. That's the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, dude, I fuck. I sound like an arrogant asshole right now, and I'm 100% not. And I, I feel kind of bad for actually saying that. Hey, oh, you shouldn't it, uh... at all. That's that's true, though. That's exactly how it works. I had somebody say something negative to. I'm not going to say who it was, but they said something negative to me, and I shut them down very quickly and let them know that that wasn't acceptable. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like really bad, but it was like, yeah, I don't agree. Um, let them know right away. That's not where I go. Meh. Again, I, I find it fun. Like something about me. It was about one of your sauces. And I was like, I don't agree. Uh, yeah. I was like, uh, let, uh, I'm let, sure let, it was the ghost of Saffron. And I have a pretty good fucking idea who that was. <laughs> 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 we'll talk after it. I'll let you. Yeah, know I mean, in all fairness, man, I mean, saffron's a lot like um, it's a lot like cilantro. You know, not everybody loves it, and yeah. I, I will openly admit that the very first batches of that sauce were saffron heavy. It is what it is. I've adjusted that; it's fine now, and that's what you have to hate do. It. I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah, I, people get weird. They just don't know what. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway. Awesome. Well, okay, let's let's move on to the next topic, which is great for you. This is I wanted this topic topic specifically for you, uh, is social media. Because you're so damn good at it, Katie. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. I wish I was better at it. I wish I could get a bigger following. I've been been stalled for a while now, but I really love it. I enjoy it a lot. So thank you for saying that. That's no problem. I I totally, I mean, it's, it's great. It's how so many people get introduced to you and it's, you know, and I understand that getting stalled. I've been, you know, I don't know. We, we, we're pretty, I get told all the time, Oh, your online game is great. And I'm like, really? Cause no, it's not. It's it not is. I agree. Dude, <laughs> we are all entirely too similar at the core of who we are. Cause we're all over yeah. here, like hyping each other. And then we're like, no, that's not true. I suck. I suck. Don't compliment me. I'm <laughs> No. Yeah. I really enjoy your social media presence. Oh, actually. I think you, you do a really good you. job and it's very like, 
TV showish. Like for me, I just kind of get on the camera and then I'm just a me. I don't know Whatever how you do means. it. You just start talking. You know, you saw the intro, which I'm going to have to cut up. That's yeah. the only way I can do that. Um, yeah. I have to like, do, 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 do. I can't just start talking and have it come out the right way. Um, but you can. I, I don't see any cuts, you know, very many. You're just like, bam, all the way through. Uh, thank you. Ironically enough, uh, in the professional world, I spent a lifetime trying to like move up a corporate ladder that I just could not climb. But whenever I get in so like those types of social environments, I shut down. I don't talk and never make friends. It, I, I, I think the reason that I can't last in traditional employment very long is because I have, I feel like I'm supposed to stifle who I am as a person so much to be able to fit into that, that uh, box. Yeah. But in this, I just get to be me and it blows my mind that people like it. And it's, yeah, I, it's really easy to do what I do when I love what I do, I guess. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect That's it. Sense. I just, I put my heart and soul into stuff and I love that it attracts other people. I think that's the key of it truly is, I think that's the key of anything is being authentic and trying to be genuine and do what lights you up because that light attracts other people that, that recognize it. I think yeah. is I think I get deep about my sauce, man, and it goes deep. <laughs> Zach, what do you how what are your feelings about so because you you tend to avoid hate, it? Yeah. I hate social media. If I didn't have high desert, I would not be on it. Like um I'm not I don't like the camera, I don't like being in front of the camera, I don't like talking to the camera, I don't you know what I mean? I'm happy to tell my story in some fucking words and show some pictures, but I don't, I don't like being on camera. I just don't. Yeah. Never but have. you are so much a part of your sauce, dude. You can't hide. I know. In the background. you. Well, as you know, like I, my teeth are all fucked up from years of not taking care of myself. So that like, here down, not, I don't like, if I just hide behind this, like yeah. so, <laughs> well, no, that, I, I think Katie had a good point. Um, and that's that once she got on there and started just being herself, she found that people could relate to her more. And am I right? That's what you were saying. And then just people started coming yeah. and following you in droves because that's what social media has done. My wife and I had this conversation last night about how we um, can see things like people's dirty houses and and yes. like oh my god i don't have to have my house like you know in every tv show when we were growing up everybody's house was in perfect order um and it's just not the way it is um so people can relate more with each other now and yeah I, think that's great. I completely agree with that and another thing zach i think like i completely understand where you're coming from inside your own head but you are incredibly relatable People yeah. enjoy, I mean, we, we know your story. We know where you've come from. We know what you've overcome. And there's so many people just like you. <laughs> I mean, it's just nice to see you be you. I mean, I don't even think that people notice your faults as much as you think they do. Well, it's yeah, like, I mean, uh, it's not about them. It's about my own self-conscious stuff. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. 
it's like I don't belong at a convention with a bunch of people that know how to make hot sauce. And, you know, Katie didn't feel like she could go to a convention. <laughs> and... I didn't think I could fly on a plane that long. Yeah, it's all it's we, we all have that. Like Katie said, that we all have the same problem and it's great. And I think it's you know, I remember seeing uh, this is going to be a weird left turn, but uh, seeing um, what was that to Tiger? Oh, Tiger King. Yeah. yeah. And then in the very beginning of it, they said something about how like people that keep tigers in captivity are some strange people. And my first thought was, oh, it's like the hot sauce industry. <laughs> <laughs> They're just peculiar people. They're all a little bit loopy, you know, in yeah. um, cooks in general. When I, I was front of house for a long time, I always felt like a like a, an absolute, you know, sham. Uh, I just couldn't do the front of house. And I suddenly moved to the back of house and went, oh, this is where I belong. I should never have been out front, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just, we we find our people. Water mm -hmm. seeks its own level. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Just as somebody who lurks in the shadows of TikTok for the most part, like I see these people with these major followings, like just get fucking roasted every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, By yeah, some people. And me personally, like, I I just don't want to fucking deal with it, you know? So let me ask you just your quick opinion, Katie, since we have you here, about the different types of social media, if you don't mind. Ken, are you all right with that? Yeah, absolutely. The different types of social media. So, this, yeah, Twitter, go ahead. Is Twitter even worth it? I mean, Zach, do you use Twitter? I don't. I mean, I, I don't, don't know what the fuck Twitter is. That's it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't find any benefit from it. None. I feel like Twitter, I, I've gone on it a few times. It was never really a platform that I gravitated to, but isn't it just a place for people to bitch about politics? I mean, or tell jokes. I think it's the uh, best. If you're really good and you can have a one good, funny one line, you'll get a really big following very quickly. Mm, mm -hmm. That's, that's it. And I'm not good at that. So, you know, I'm mm -hmm. the guy who two hours later will think of that funny thing. <laughs> I wish I had said it. Gotcha. <laughs> and now it's just too late. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get Twitter. And I think you have to know who you're searching for. You need to, you have to have their username, I think, right? Or I don't know. I, I, I've never no done Twitter. Never no, it, try, it tries to give you extra, more people. It's kind of like TikTok in that way where you'll see people you don't follow and you can either follow them or whatever. Um, but now threads is kind of the new thing. And I'm finding it. A little bit more because it's like an in between Twitter and and IG and Instagram, um, and I actually have been kind of liking it a little bit. I'm not. It's. I'm still. I don't know exactly what it is, but I feel right. like it's a little bit more. Yeah, Threads. Have you done Threads yet? Never even heard of it. Now I'm writing it down. Yeah, oh, it's it's Instagram's version of Twitter. It's been called the Twitter Killer. Uh, I mean. Ah. I I personally think it's just as dumb as Twitter. I like that I can post the same things I do on Instagram. Um, so and then just post it on fucking Instagram. Well, yeah, but it gives you more coverage, and I do like that. And with people, some people prefer that little one-line thing. Um, so you're going to get to them as well. I mean, I don't know, man. Let's see where we at here. I have 367 followers. Yeah, I mean, you can automatically just if you sign up for it, Katie, that it'll start all your yeah. Instagram people. It goes right over. 
Uh, Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, I think you'd like it at least a little bit. Uh, it it does videos a lot better than uh, Twitter does, so I've liked that. I got like four thousand followers on Instagram. Where are all my Instagram followers that they were supposed to just carry over with threads? Yeah. They well, might not have I see it every day. I see more and more and more. And so that's, that's been good, but it's not as fast as I thought. Um, and then Facebook, I don't know. It's kind of been the place for, I mean, people my age, mostly um, like, I know a lot of people that don't go over that don't go on Facebook at all. Um, and I just think I go on there when I want to connect more one-on-one -on -one with somebody Um yeah. But otherwise, and and for the love of hot sauces on there, um, but that's it, really. I just don't, I I don't use, I only post through Instagram to it, to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I use Instagram to post on my business Facebook, and I'm not some sometimes sometimes the Facebook business page does better than the Instagram page. Really, that's yeah. interesting. Sometimes. I've been told that you shouldn't transfer uh, post through that you should post on each separately and you'll get a bigger response, but I haven't, I, I think I maybe tried that twice and didn't even check to see if it did it, if it worked that way. Yeah. I, whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Who's There's got time for that, like, man? I don't have time to go to each thing separately. Yeah. And does anybody, so where I'm saving TikTok to last, does anybody, um, use snapchat at all i don't even know what it is i said my kid i do not understand actually i do understand snapchat uh i don't think that our type of hot and spicy content is what snapchat is looking for uh okay. I, I think snapchat users are looking for spicy content just not our type <laughs> of spicy content you feel me okay. i don't think we belong okay That's, uh... <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure so zach what were you gonna say I noticed uh, for love of hot sauce group earlier, uh, a new company that clearly hasn't gone through the proper channels had a Snapchat uh, on their. Uh... I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I'm, I'm kind of outdated. Did, I did for about two minutes, and I went, I don't know what this is. This is ridiculous, and I just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had that one for a minute. I feel like. I look at my, my major focuses are Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. And I feel like all four of those platforms hold their own type of audience. So to me, Facebook is the genuine hub. That's where I really? connect. Yes, sir. I think that that is the genuine hub where I have connected with the with the brands, with the real OG brands and businesses, uh, the true enthusiasts, people. There are some people that I've met through Facebook that have been a part of the hot sauce world before Facebook was even a thing. Okay. Like My there's like a hotsaucethread.com forum or something like that. Uh, there are people that have been in this game for so freaking long and I have learned them, connected with them, made friends with them. It's awesome. It's just genuine OG networking. That's how I view Facebook. Then I take the items or or the the companies, businesses that I've learned through for the love of hot sauce, Facebook, all these places. And then I go to TikTok. And TikTok is where I tell people that have never heard about this stuff before about this stuff. Ah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. So a lot of people use TikTok to drive people to the other channels. 
Uh, I use TikTok to tell people about sauces. Now, what has started sucking for me is TikTok is starting to become its own store. So I used to do a lot of online sales, but once TikTok became its own online store, my um, views, when I start talking about sauces, have completely plummeted. So I can't mm. rely on online anymore. It's got to be in physical store stuff. TikTok likes to watch me eat peppers, do challenges, sweat, cry. They don't, I, I'm not, they 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 uh, mute when I start trying to sell sauces. But uh, I will take, like, Spike, you're over on Facebook. I've learned about Spike on Facebook. Actually, Roger Damps, which I really appreciate him for hooking me up with you because you're like my babies. Um, he, I take this sauce and I just start talking about it on TikTok. And people get excited about it and they enjoy it and then they buy it and they get to know more about it. And it's, yeah, uh, TikTok is, is getting it out there. Do you monetize any of those things? Do you make any money off anything? Uh, TikTok. Yeah, I've TikTok. made some off of it. Mm -hmm. So not YouTube? Because I, I don't understand have enough followers on YouTube. Ah, okay. So that's what I what so what I've heard is a lot of people will use TikTok to get people to their YouTube because YouTube pays them more. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure if you'd had done had done any of that yet. I'm working on it. Um I'm hoping in the next year or so that things will grow as there are more things that come down the pipeline. But yeah, you have to have a certain amount of watch hours and followers on YouTube, but YouTube pays more. Yeah. Than TikTok. And We're also I don't think that YouTube I've been like shadow banned for the past three months. Oh. TikTok does weird shit. Really yeah. weird shit. Yeah. So it's hard. Nelson's uh, Pocky One Chip video just got a warning. It wasn't like pulled mm -hmm. or anything, but they put a warning. I don't know. I, I don't. That's, and that's the other thing about TikTok. Like Elijah's extreme. Uh, you know, they have a TikTok shop and. I don't because I'm not verified first. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how it all works. I think I got verified on TikTok. Um, I'm pretty sure I am, but I, I, so they, they do let it, you sell through the, through your, your store stuff through there. Like Instagram does. Yeah. Now see y'all make your own product. So you could sell your product through got the it. TikTok shop. I'm a retailer. So yeah, there's, I, I don't, why would you buy it from me when you can go straight to Spike and buy it online? You know, got it. Oh, now my awesome. my brick and mortar location here in Charleston is exciting for people, but yeah, online it doesn't make any sense for me to do it anymore. Oh, that makes that makes sense that they're doing. I mean, not that they're doing that, but why it's been harder. I think it's ridiculous because you should be able to resell just as easily on there. It's, it makes no sense that they would do that. I have problems on uh, Instagram and Facebook with um my hot sauces that have any alcohol in them i have to uh be very careful what i say because you you'll notice everything's misspelled <laughs> mm -hmm. um, because uh if i put drunk or beer um or anything like that uh that's why beer and pizza hot sauce is b-e-e-e-r i thought it was funny but it's mostly because i i did it specifically so that we could just put it up on and not have any problems. I have sauces that get flagged. You ready? Yeah. The snail mate sauce because I'm selling animals and the fucking mole sauce because <laughs> it, it, it says mole basically it doesn't, you know, it doesn't pronounce it mole <laughs> because I'm selling animals. Are you serious? 
100%. And then I've, I've been flagged by wow. Facebook and Instagram because I refuse to set up PayPal. Like, I refuse. I don't want to deal with PayPal. Fuck like PayPal. PayPal. I use them, but I don't like them. Every no. time I take them off my website, my, I mean, this is not social media, but my website, I take PayPal off. My sales drop. As soon as I put it back on, my sales go up. So I just leave it on. But it's mm-hmm. a pain in the ass because if people order through paypal they inevitably put the wrong address through because they're buying it from somebody for somebody else and it doesn't let you do it every every single time they're buying for somebody else i get a message um i didn't get a chance to put blah 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 yeah it's pain um no don't want to do it don't want to deal with it (laughs) i i i don't like it and i don't like paypal um and also we got hacked about two years ago and the hack came through paypal it started yep and it was something they'd known about for years and haven't addressed. They're awful. We are doing the hot sauce games and we're getting more serious about doing it. You've seen us do the hot sauce games, have you not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're uh, we're going to be doing that mostly on YouTube and YouTube shorts. And I see, are you doing YouTube shorts more now? Trying to, yeah. I understand they pay the best out of all of them. I so, did not know that. I yeah, thought it was just a part of YouTube. It's different. And actually, uh, from what I understand, now I might be wrong about this, uh, so I would look it up, but um, because of the way they wanted to bring more people to shorts, so creators are getting paid better on shorts. Um, So so YouTube shorts is uh, taking over where TikTok used to be. TikTok's falling off and now YouTube's picking it up. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. And that's fine because they've always paid creators better than TikTok did anyway. So right. Um, if that's the case, that'll be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, they understand that creators are important. Um, all right. So I th- think, is there anything else? Do you guys have anything else you want to say about social media at all? It's a necessary that's- evil. Yeah, it's a it necessary is. evil. I wish I it didn't is. have to do it every day. That's my thing. Make like posting every day. I'm like, how many fucking times can I post my immersion bladder in a kettle? You know what I mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> I think though that's where like I guess that's where you know the Brian Amses of the world or the Katies or the the whoever like that's kind of where we come into it because we're basically commercials for your sauces and yeah, we get are. the views and we get to monetize the views and then you guys get to monetize the sales the people of people coming in and buying your product I mean that's basically how that all fares I think yeah somebody uh I don't know. It wasn't that long ago. It was a couple, maybe a month or two ago came on that somebody had posted about us on, uh, for the love of hot sauce. And somebody else sent me a message and said, the link on there is to Katie B and not to you. And I'm like, good. <laughs> like, Thanks. That's been relax. a weird one, bro. That's been one I've been struggling with a lot. Cause like the store part of it just happened. And I struggle with it now. Cause I think, should I have ever done that in the first place? Because I don't, I don't want to be in there like competition. And it, I have noticed that happens a lot where it's like, I'll make the commercial. I do the review. I do the whole thing. I've bought your sauce. Now I'm trying to sell it. And then the maker will be like, no, no, no. Just buy it from me directly. Well, I mean, why don't you go make the video then? Why did I buy it from you at all? Like not, not you personally, but yeah, I, I don't know if I meant to, I don't know if I meant to get into that kind of realm. Well, I, I, I didn't realize fine. I was going to be doing that. I mean, that makes perfect sense. So what if, uh, well, we have uh, several of our sauces with U.S. foods. If they do some advertising, 
so that restaurants will pick them up. I'm not unhappy about that. That just means they're going to buy more. If you advertise and people buy from you, I'm selling more to you. And so we can either wrap each individual bottle up and package those bottles and send them along, or I can drop a whole case into a box and send it off to you. Either way, you know, either I'm paying the labor to do all that wrapping and send that off, or I'm not, and I'm sending it to you and we're giving you a reduced rate. I'm fine either way. I don't care. So on my end, people that bitch about that, just they're going to bitch about everything like yeah. just relax sales are sales that's me that's nice of you to think that way yeah i've struggled with that one when when i think about the breakdowns of like cutting the store entirely being a reviewer and networking and uh meeting new people and trying the, the reviewer part of it is the part i enjoy the most the store part of it uh i guess i maybe that was a step i didn't need to make and the longer i'm in it the more i wonder if if am i doing any good am i doing what I should be, I guess, with the store. I don't know. That That's a big question I struggle with a lot. Can I make a, a suggestion? Yeah. So the stuff we do at uh, the farmer's market, I try and turn that as much into content as I possibly can, as you probably notice. Um, mm -hmm. And seeing me with people brings more people to us. And um, definitely, if you were to do a little bit more, you don't see you interacting with people at the Cap Cave. I think that would be great. Like the silly contests we run. Huh? Do you ask people's permission? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you're right. I should do that. Those silly nervous. contests we run. I had somebody yesterday singing, I will always love you. Two people. I'll post it, I think, later today or tomorrow. I singing, I will always love you to bottles of our hot sauce. And I gave them free hot sauce. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, and it's totally worth it because then I post that and it brings more people to us and they just, it's, you know, it's the stupid pet tricks that Dave used to do on David Letterman. It's basically that kind of thing. And people love that. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just having fun. And I think that you doing that kind of stuff, interacting with people would be another level of how great you are with people and on, you know, it would also make it more fun for you to be there because you'd be bringing this aspect of what you do to that aspect right yeah that's a good idea yeah i mean i don't know if you don't take it that's fine but i think you'd be great doing that thank you you're welcome all right so i think we can uh we don't have any trip we we were talking about doing trivia and we can't did you come up with a trivia question for us if you didn't that's fine me we mentioned one last week and we I, and i didn't mention it because we had talked about it and both Zach and I were like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, trivia every week is going to be a little rough. Yeah. Does it have to it, be a hot dog trivia question? That's what we were doing, yeah. Oh. Last week we were yeah. talking about sriracha. Mike, I'll, I'll ask you my question from last week. What was the very first pepper that they used to make sriracha? Hui Fung sriracha. Gotcha Jang is not a pepper. Uh... <laughs> I know this though. I did know this. We we all know that it's a red jalapeno or uh, was is supposed to be. I don't know what they're using now. <laughs> is it huh? Was it Quigio? Am I saying that right? Quigio? No. Uh, no, it's uh it's a Serrano. Yeah, and oh. people people were complaining it was too hot, so yeah. Of so course. Jalapeno. And now people are like, it's not fucking hot enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to do the review, and I did this one. I feel like I cheated because you got that really nice bottle of hot sauce last time when I sent you, like, the cheapest hot sauce. By the way, it's got to be in 
in Arizona because it's in Idaho. I bought this at the grocery store today, but it's Pico Pica. It, I grew up eating this stuff. Um, this is the, so you've got Cholula Tepatio Pico Pica in Southern California and Cholula, I, my hot take last week. Oh, did I do hot takes? No. Let's do this first and then we'll do the hot take. Oh my gosh. What the heck happened there? Is that Pico Pica? Yeah, it is. yeah, I told you it was wrapped in sticky bubble wrap. That's awful. I don't know who did that. One I, of those... It came as a two pack. I think they packed it like that and sent it to Amazon because it came in a bag that says sold at in set only. Well, they I, I had to pick that when they had a uh, it was either one for, I think, 12 or two for 14. And I was like, um, two. <laughs> I just felt, you know, but I think I sent you one to uh, Katie because I did it before I did Zach's. Um, Thank you for doing that. I think I told you um, I had never heard of Pico Pica. There is a guy, there's a gentleman that comes into the flea market at least once a month and he'll walk up and ask me if I've gotten him the Pico Pica yet. And I'm like, I never heard of this shit before in my entire life, but he's madly in love with it. So apparently it's a really great sauce. It is. It's one of the only, so my hot take last week uh, when we did the test run was that Cholula, Tapatio, and Tabasco, separate type of sauce, but they're all garbage. I just, I don't like them at all. Um, yeah. I, and this is the table hot sauce, as you see in Southern California. This is the only one that's any good. You know what this smells like? Do you know what El Pato is? Oh, the... Comes in the, a little, little yellow can. No, I don't. Yeah, next time you're... El Pato, E-L-P-A-T-O. Smells exactly like this. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to put it on a spoon. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to drink it. There he goes. Throw it back. It's just a... Well, it's just a good taco sauce. A little on the salty side. <clears throat> yeah, that's salty as shit. It's saltier what? than I remember it. Yeah, that's fucking salty. <laughs> you know Ugh. why y'all say that? Because you've gotten used to your small batch sauces that don't have an ass load of vinegar and salts in it. Small batch Actually, will ruin you for big brands. I, I've always been salt sensitive. Always. Are you? Yeah, I'm not a big salt fan. Never if, have been. If I ever had it, like, and this is not a complaint. I love the flavors of your sauce. If I had one complaint, it's that I'd always want a little bit more salt because that's me. So here's the thing, man. When you add it to, like, take fire roasted green, for instance, which is, you know, pretty low sodium, I honestly will agree with you. That sauce could use a little bit more sodium, but, like, the food that people are putting it on are usually oversalted, so it kind of compensates. Yeah, I get it. I, I totally understand. I usually try and shoot for a certain realm. I go for 75, um, what is it, 75 milligrams or whatever it is. Yeah. Can't see. 75 milligrams. Oh, this this is 70. There's no fucking way this is 70 milligrams. No, per it's seven. way more. This shit is salty as fuck, dude. Yeah. This is definitely more than 70. Well, ah, no, there's no way. Um, but I shoot for 70, but it depends on the sauce. Um, Killer Rabbit is much lower than that. I think it's like 40 or 50. I think I may have raised it to 60 at some point. So. 
But I took the top 20. I think we've talked about this, Zach. I took the top 20 hot sauces and figured out exactly what the percentage of salt was for each one. And like Frank's is far and away the highest. It's like 4%, I think, um, <laughs> salt. And um, yeah, I'm that's that is saltier, but that's it's so good on a taco though. Um, it reminds like me of uh, it, it reminds me of uh, Ortega taco mix in liquid form. Yes, yes. Well, and this is uh, this Juanita's who makes Juanita's tortilla chips and uh, all that those products. That's who makes this. Um, so um, it's it's out of the table hot sauces. It's one of the best, and it was the um, what my first three hot sauces were the grapefruit habanero the big city pizza and the uh red eye whiskey and coffee and it was the jumping off point for the whiskey and coffee i got some of my ideas from pico pica and then just rearranged them to make them a little more chefy a little more balanced Chef-y. i'm such a huge fan of your brand talking about circle jerks i would have never ever learned anything about irish spikes if it wasn't for roger dance sending me your sauces to try them he was like i think you'll like this guy give it a shot and tell me what you think roger has sent me yeah he is i love roger yeah uh he he sent me a lot of sauces over the over the years and uh yours has always stood out like i i just fell madly in love i think you make some of the most interesting, unique culinary style sauces. And it's so much fun because they're just quirky. I, I think that's the best word to use is they're really quirky. You're going to make me turn red now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, it. I'm a big <laughs> fan of both of you. Very much so. But yeah, I, I've always really enjoyed that. I thought that was really cool that you just you know, come up with crazy shit like candy canes and a hot sauce. Really? that's awesome that was a mistake it really was uh, it, the sauce is great i love that sauce um but putting Weird. that i used candy canes on there killed sales <laughs> really you know uh anytime that we sell it in the store it does well when i first tried it i put it on burritos and i was like this is fucking weird what would you do this for but then when i really started thinking more about it it reminds me of like uh lamb chops and mint jelly that was the I whole feel intention. like that sauce yeah. would do great on an actual meal. Like it's not one of those things that you're just putting on a burrito to make it palatable. Like it's yeah. actually something that you could use in a dish. It was, it was meant it was meant for lamb and and beef and things like that. And we're good at what I do. I'm good at this. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we gotta get, we, I think it's time we we both need to give that Zach some love now because I gotta tell you. I have a lot of hot sauces, dude. And yours is about the only one that I eat on a regular basis. It's not ours. Seriously. Yeah, man. So this whole like uh, sampling a sauce every week thing might be a little difficult because I only, (laughs) there's only certain sauces that I will actually bring into my home. You know what I mean? And I know it sounds dickish and um, arrogant, it's not my intention. I just, you know, I, we've done so many sauce trades with so many people. And I'm just like, yeah, I think it'll be good, yeah. though, because it'll help keep us more rounded um, and keep us trying. You have tried a whole lot more than me. And I'm actually really excited about trying all these. Yeah. <clears throat> so Katie, Katie's got us both. Like, yeah. So yeah. I've been around the block a time or two, boys. I can <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I wasn't going to say them. it. 
I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Bear around the clock of time, too. <laughs> I will say the fire roasted green. Zach already knows this because I say it all the time. It is my favorite Verde, and I love Verde sauces. But that one has the with the lime juice and the zest and the roasted yeah. peppers. That is literally chef's kiss, which you know. Tomango habanero, that's one people always light up over. Uh, yeah, it. That green Stop. sauce, dude, I love it. Uh, and my wife goes crazy for it too. Um, she, if I, if you send a bottle our way, she won't let me. Like I, she won't let me send it along to anybody. It's like, <laughs> no, that's mine. <laughs> I have to talk her out of it. And if it's important, I'm like, no, I want him to get these sales. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 freaking awesome. I'm jealous of that green sauce. <laughs> it's, it's it's minimal it's, it's such a minimal ingredient list <clears throat> i looked at a lot of green sauces before making that sauce and i just really changed to one ingredient and if you don't know what it is i'm not gonna tell you what it is <laughs> i i have to look at it i probably i'm blanking right now just not thinking but yeah uh i like the the extra work that you put in you put in extra work on sauces. A matter of fact, um, I was thinking I don't the like day, the extra work I put in on sauces. <laughs> I I was thinking the other day. Um, so I've been I've got this dream, and I I and I would like maybe one of these days. I'm proposing this off the cuff, um, but I did think th about this yesterday and today. Uh, for a long time, I've wanted to do something called the hundred dollar hot sauce. I want to do a hot sauce that costs a hundred dollars and not. Like I'm charging a hundred dollars, but the work to make it is worth a hundred dollars. Like good. Um, I was just doing research on uh, soy sauce, like really expensive soy sauce, things like that. And um, we should we should do that together at some point. That would be that would be a blast. Uh, okay. Hundred bottles, just a hundred bottles. Hundred dollar hot sauce. I don't know who's gonna fucking buy that, man. Who wouldn't buy it? Uh, all the same people that go out there and buy truff. Yeah, I. That was my hot take for this week. That was my hot take for this week. Truff. I, oh, I fucking hate that sauce. I do too, bro. My wife. I opened it. My wife walked in the room and said, "Who vomited?" Literally, didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, they're marketing geniuses, but you can't convince me that that sauce is as good as they market you to believe that it is. It's got a cool, like the texture of it's nice, the, the but I guess you have to be, awesome. a, you, yeah, you have to really dig the flavor of dirt, which is what it tastes like. Yeah, Sorry, and truffle, I like truffle. I like truffle, but I just don't like the sauce. And yeah, they, they're probably really nice guys. I don't know them, but yeah, not not yeah, my that. thing. Taste is subjective, and everyone is allowed to have an opinion. One hundred percent. There you have it. You it like it? Irks me. It irks me. Okay, it irks me because sprouts. Do you guys have sprouts where you're at? Yeah. Uh, no, but I've. I know where they're. I, okay, so that is an Arizona-based company, and I've been pitching them every year for like the last two years, three years, something like that. Hey, we are a local Arizona company. Put us on your shelves. They're like, no, we don't have room. And then Truff shows up. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So there's my hot take. I yeah, guess. I had a, a like a pretty well-known 
culinary entrepreneur kind of guy. You know, he was like the guy that they pitched to on Top Chef kind of guy. Um, and uh, I sent him some sauce and we were talking back and forth. And he was like, hey, do you know about truff sauce? And I'm like, oh, as soon as he said that, the door closed in my mind. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're about the uh, illusion of culinary, uh, you know, of of good culinary sense and not about the real thing. It's like um, unicorn blood. Unicorn blood <laughs> was made with unit with blood orange for a long time. And then blood orange prices went crazy and we retested it and it tasted better with orange. And we could have kept paying unicorn or blood orange prices until they dropped and it would have been fine. And I just went, no, it tastes just as good. Nobody can tell the difference. We're going to start putting orange and Chipotle on the label because that's what it should be. I, what's the point? It's just so people go, Oh, I like blood orange, you know, come on. <laughs> I, yeah. I want to be real. Not, you know, I've, I've definitely, uh, uh, worked on some cheats over the years <laughs> man it's all fun and games and you're making like eight or ten gallons you get a 40 gallon kettle man you got to fire roast like 400 pounds of tomatoes on a you know 24 inch griddle it's it's a whole thing like yeah it's hours i could not do what y'all do that is just not as i like feel like i'm actually becoming a part of the industry at least i like to tell myself that i am maybe i'm not i don't know I would never want to do what you guys do. I, I admire what you do. I love getting to sample it, talk about it, experience it. But but the amount of knowledge, talent, discipline, like time, money, energy, just you talking about all of the, the tomatoes that you have to do all that shit to, yeah, that gives me anxiety. And then to think that you can make someone sick with your sauce, I don't know. I really admire y'all. I, I That's a really hard job, truly. It, it, there's so much that goes into it. I, I, I have mean, an immense amount of respect for it. You 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 can make somebody sick with your sauce. However, I mean, if you just follow the fucking guidelines and not yeah. make shit in your bathtub, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is like every conversation that Zach and I have in general ends up here. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 legit. Like, don't bottle hot sauce with your cat on the fucking counter. Yeah, or next to their litter box. Yeah, oh. you know. Uh, it, it, pH stuff, like right, like there's like you have to have certain acidic levels or it'll go bad. Botulism, the yeah. temperature, proper. Well, yeah, that's why. It's that's why there's things. a process authority that you're supposed to send your product to and get a letter for that product. It lays out exactly what you need to do in order for that sauce to be shelf stable. And as long mm -hmm. as you follow that guideline and document it every step of the way. You should be fine. That's what my trivia question was going to be. Oh, I We're forgot reading about each that. other's mind. So <laughs> the trivia question, and and uh, I promised Katie we wouldn't stay on past too much longer. So we, get, we do want to hurry this up because I know I promised you we wouldn't stay on much longer. But I do want to tell you this. My question was, how long do you have to invert your bottles? Because you know, uh, you heat it to above whatever the process authority says and you invert it, you turn them upside down and that sterilizes the inside of the cap. And then when you turn it back up and it cools, it creates a vacuum seal that makes it um, so that nothing can get in or out. And that's the process, right? So how long do you do it? 
so how long do we do it or how yeah, long are how, you required to do it? Are you required to invert them? Okay, so it really depends on your pH. It's a trick question. It's kind of you're 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 right. You were definitely right. Because I mean, if your pH is below like 3.2, you can technically cold fill that bottle and invert it for two weeks and be fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you wouldn't get but, the vacuum. But system. at least one minute. At least one minute. Uh, yeah, so it's actually, uh, it's at least one minute is what I've been told. But the trick question was, whatever your goddamn process authority tells you. Uh, well, I mean, so that's yeah. the answer right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I yeah. mean, obviously, we we bottle at the kitchen and then take it to the warehouse for the, the rest of the packaging. So we invert for <laughs> a really long time. Oh, yeah. So we do it on fast racks and then we put them into the boxes up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that makes sense. Um, you've ha you've got it for a little while until you do your labeling and all that at the right. Yeah, we're we've actually recently switched to labeling as we go. It saved us time and so it saved us money to oh, just one hundred percent do it, run it through. Boom! But you've got a whole line, so it's different, and you save time on that. Oh yeah, we can do seventy five cases in twenty minutes. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so jealous that's assuming everything works the way it's supposed to you know what i mean yeah no catastrophes yeah. yeah well you know like this equipment's new to me so i'm still just trying to figure it out like today i was at the warehouse at fucking 5 30 this morning just like someone stepped on the cord to the feed table and it just quit working so we had to like hand feed all these bottles the other day and i was just, you know what i mean just shit like that it's always something. Yeah, it's always something. You try and get like a, to figure out a time for processing things. And um, they, oh, well, this happened. And I'm like, no, my employees are like, well, this happened. I got distracted because somebody came and said this. So that shouldn't count. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's every day. That's <laughs> the way it works. You're always yeah. going to have somebody, a phone call or a thing. Just the time is the time, you know? <laughs> Question for you both, just out of curiosity. Yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's, I feel like there is something that all three of us definitely share deeply in common. And I'm curious to know, do you ever find yourself finding comfort or um, almost addicted to the chaos that comes with having your own hot sauce? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So like you, you bitch about the chaos, but you're also madly in love with it because if you didn't have it, your life would be so boring. You I wouldn't know fucking how to handle thrive it. on the chaos. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> My wife is the most regimented human being there has ever been. I appreciate it and I love it deeply like I love you. <laughs> can't do it. I don't fit into it well. So yeah, there's uh, I, I cry daily about everything that I do all the time, but I think I'm I'm in love with the chaos of it. Yeah. If I don't have it, chaos, I create it my own. Like, this is a good, healthy chaos to have. Yeah. It's yeah, uh, no. it's a little bit of an addiction. Not a little bit. Yeah. It's it's everything. My wife, like I said, stop saying yes to everything. I, that would mean that'd have to be in my head. Okay. Right. Yes. Yes. Spike. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's that old saying? Uh, it's a bad neighborhood and uh, it's not safe for me to go there alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is this became this was my escape for the longest time. That's why a lot of the times I, I struggle with the idea of like store or I don't want people to look at me as competition or whatever, because doing this 
gets me out of here and I'm, I'm best out of here. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm best when I'm not in here and I'm, I'm out there with y'all doing this. Like I'll literally get in uncomfortable, awkward situations and start messaging hot sauce people. Uh, I, I totally get that. I, yeah. I mean, how many times Zach, have we had a bad day and called one another and it, it, it was like a, supposed to be a five minute call and we're on the phone for an hour and a half yeah no you know but more often than not <laughs> yeah yep. i it's, mean like i said i just i just had a really 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 rough week out of fucking nowhere i don't know why but yeah even today i'm still like a little bit you know what i mean but yeah i mean ultimately like i said earlier i don't know what the fuck else i would do if i wasn't doing this so yeah and you know what? I think this, this little thing we're doing, this podcast, this is going to make it better. I think it's, it's a little escape where we get to talk about hot sauce every week. I like that. I love it. Not, not uh, trying to cut this short. Do I, I do have to yeah. get going. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could do it all night if someone didn't call it. So. Thank yeah. you so much, you guys. I appreciate this. Um, And we'll be back again next week. I'm going to, uh, I'll send you. All right. Uh, let me do a little ending here. Uh, sure. Thank you for so much. We'll be back next week with uh, what's the name of our thing? <laughs> Saucecast. Saucecast TV. That's it. We'll be back next week with Saucecast TV. Oh, I just want to show you guys something real quick. <laughs> real quick. I got to show you. Hold on. Oh, will it let me do it? It might not let me do it. It will. A logo. Oh, cool. There. What do you think of the logo, Zach? Does it work? Oh. oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Simple. I thought Simple. it Simple. To the nice. point. Yeah, I just got to add the TV on there, though, because there is already a SauceCast podcast. It's a sports podcast. Mm, of course. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. Thank you so much. This is SauceCast TV. We'll be back next week. Deuces. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Take care. Later, Katie. Good to see you. Good to see y'all too. Talk to you later. Talk to you later.